Welcome back to The Coco Show, hosted by myself, Colette Creighton, and usually my co-host, David Schwartz. This is a show where the banter at the top of the episode never ends, and neurodivergent or not, we are here to make you feel less alone about your human experience. We have no expectations, neither should you. Welcome back to the Coco Show, y'all. Today, Dave and Tech Daddy had an event, so I'll be hosting this spooky special solo. My lovely gal pal, Carrie McCourt, is joining me today to discuss our personal experiences with the general occult. From spirits to hauntings, we have all sorts of tea for you today. And of course, we'll also be checking in with Carrie about her mental health because, duh, Anyways, before we get into the weeds, we have to do our you fucking haws and hyperfixations of the week. But let me formally introduce you to Carrie. We met on Instagram on a message board of sorts for hairdressers. Shout out to Michaela for introducing us. Uh, we bonded over the fact that she's in upstate New York and my mom's whole side of the family lives there too. We bonded over having remodeled our kitchens in almost identical fashion. And obviously, we bonded over being hairdressers. But I don't know if it's just a hairdresser thing, but we all seem to be pretty into the spooky-ooky, and I don't think any of us are neurotypical, so here we are. This was several years ago, and we're still constantly in each other's DMs. So, welcome to the show, Carrie. Hi. Hi. Will you kick us off with your ye-fucking-hon hyperfixation of the week? Oh, my gosh. Um. Well, first of all, I feel like they're kind of rolled into one because this is how I do everything. Sure. Um, it's funny that you mentioned kitchen because um, my you fucking hot is that my now second um, kitchen remodel almost done. Great. And it looks perfect. It's beautiful. Um, for the first time in three years, um, I actually have an oven that works. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. Very adult of me. Um, the everybody's like, Oh, how did you live without that? And I'm like, well, I just don't cook. Um, and it's been great so far, but anyway, really nice to have that. So that's my, that's my yeehaw. But then on the other hand, that falls under the hyperfixation because anytime I start a project, um, my entire, like I have like shopping carts full of like kitchen stuff online and I have to like perfect everything and I like all my thoughts are just currently consumed by this stupid kitchen like I'm ever gonna fucking cook in there absolutely not but I want it to just like it's it's my whole life right now um so I think I think my husband will be happy when that's done so I can talk about something else but yeah um for now that's it okay sure what are you are you just painting did you retile um so we didn't like get down to like drywall or anything like that. Uh -huh. Um, but I repainted the cupboards and we redid the floor and then we're tiling. Like there was just a backsplash. I don't know, like in the regular place between the cupboards. And then I was like, no more. And, um, we put it all the way down to the floor oh. and it's, it, I mean, it looks great. So oh, is it the same subway tile? Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. like basic subway tile because it's cheap and it's easy. And it's, I'd like to think it's classic, even though it I really, classic. you know, 
wanted something funky, but I have to control myself. Yeah. Also, I would I would argue that most couples that do like a geometric tiling situation by themselves are gonna end up divorced. Yeah, right angles only. Yeah, straight I cuts. Uh huh. There's only so much we can do on this. Yeah, one. and by together, I mean I do nothing, and, and Tyler does it all. But yeah. um, shout out to her husband Tyler, who literally puts up with every project she feels like doing. Yeah, he like he never stops. I don't understand. Bless him. Because I just am like, oh, I want to do this. And he, he, like, he bitches about it for a little bit. But then by the end of the day, he's already started on it. So I, it's great. We love the We love the hustle. Uh Uh-huh. Shout out to you, Tyler. All right. So my ye fucking haws, I had my five-week post-op yesterday. Hell yeah. And Dr. P thought we were at week eight with how well I'm doing and how much swelling is going down. Okay. we We love that for me. I'm so interested in this whole thing too. It's such a journey. Every day is new twist and turn. Um, but when I went home, I tried on a couple things that I hadn't been able to fit into or had never been able to fit into and everything I tried on fit. Um, yeah, I saw your Instagram story and that was it a green dress? Yes. Yes. 11 out of 10. Love. Um, so that was very fun. Shopping your own closet is a good time. Like, hey, I forgot about you. Also, you looked like shit on me six months ago. (laughs) Let's try this again. So you fucking hot of that. Hell yeah. And my hyperfixation is trying to pick out a fucking Halloween costume. Oh, Mm. Amazon package has arrived. Anyway, who knows what I bought? Couldn't tell you. Um, I I can't decide between Jessica Rabbit and Catwoman. Jessica Rabbit. Okay. I just, I feel like I'm going to end up ordering both, trying them on and deciding what I feel hotter in. And that's what I'll go. What are you, where are you going to order them from? Probably Amazon. Okay. I know like, what is it? Fashion Nova has like, I know it's like a terrible website, but they have such cute Halloween costumes. Good to know if, if their shipping's fast enough, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. They've got like some cute stuff i can't actually wear anything from that website because i'm shaped like a little boy but <laughs> i have i have friends that you know have hips and they really like it so um <laughs> yeah well i i was shaped like a little boy aside from the boobs obviously but yeah the the waist training is working it's coming it's in. like it's seriously amazing like i love watching your stories i'm like damn a little shapeshifter. Yeah, who is she? We don't know. We don't know yet. We're going to find out soon. All right, let's take a little dance break and then we'll get into questions. And we're back. All right, to kick us off, I wanted to share um, what experts in the field have put together as a list of definitions of the type of supernatural phenomena that exists. Who knows? This might come in handy during spooky season or maybe some random Tuesday in July. And by the way, this information is from the Ghosts and Gravestones website. Oh, that sounds legit. Sounds super legit, but it was presented by like Historical Tours of America. Oh, 
So that's fun. Yeah, I was like, is it credible? I don't know, but we don't peer review on the Coco show. We just kind of There's no need to. That's out the window anymore. No, we <laughs> were a little sciency enough that we're not like psycho spewing Facebook facts. Yeah, yeah, we're not uncles on Facebook. Right, we are not uncles on Facebook, but not enough that um, any of my articles would ever be peer-reviewed, if you will. I can respect that, yeah. All right, so we have five types of ghosty situations. One is the interactive personality, which is the most common of all ghosts spotted. Usually a deceased person, someone you know, a family member, even a historical figure. They can be friendly or not and often show themselves in a variety of ways. They can become visible, they can speak or make noises, or even emit an odor, like a cigar or perfume, to let you know that they're there. Experts say that this type of ghost retains its former personality from when they were alive and can feel emotions. And often, if they are visiting you, it is to comfort you or let you know something important. So if you see a lost loved one, chances are they are there because they feel you want or need to see them, which I thought was really cute. It's quite wholesome. Yeah. So the interactive personality we will define as the wholesome ghost. Okay. Number two, we have ectoplasm or ectomist. Just rolls right off the tongue. Right. Ever seen a mist or fog that looks like it's swirling? If so, you may be witnessing what paranormal investigators deem as an ecto-mist or ghostly mist, which I liked that one. Ghostly mist. Ghostly mist. Uh, this vaporous cloud generally appears several feet from the ground and can move swiftly or simply stay still. Almost like it's orbiting, not to be confused with an orb. That's number four. These ghostly encounters have been captured on many videos and photographs and can be white, gray, or even black. And they can simply appear this way, linger, then move away quickly, and sometimes ectoplasm appear before becoming a full-bodied apparition. Many people have witnessed them outdoors, in graveyards, battlefields, and historical sites. I don't generally frequent battlefields. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm not there often. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Also, can we just point out that ghostly mist sounds <laughs> like an old spice fragrance? Like, tell me it. Ghostly, ghostly mist. Ghostly mist. Should be their Halloween edition. Absolutely. Like axe. Mm -hmm. Oh, axe. Axe body mist. R.I.P. to anyone who ever went to camp. Oh, camp, any locker room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, any, any time a teen boy was in a gaggle with other teen boys, it smelled like that. Or um, Abercrombie and Fitch Fierce, if you Oof. recall that scent. Yeah, yeah. Um. It was strong, would still be strong. If we start smelling it, it's because... I was, it's one of those ghosts. The ghost of a teen boy um, wants um, us to know that we needed to see them. Absolutely. Anyway, number three is the poltergeist. Perhaps one of the most popular terms most of us have heard about ghosts, but 
oh, I got another package. Good for me. Um, the word poltergeist actually means noisy ghost. Okay. Because it is said that they have the ability to move or knock things over, make noise, and manipulate the physical environment. Many of us have heard the term before, but poltergeists are actually the rarest form of hauntings, and to many, the most terrifying. Because they make loud knocking sounds, turn lights on and off, doors slamming, even fires breaking out mysteriously have all been attributed to this type of spiritual disturbance. None of the other ones were called disturbances. No, I <clears throat> Another frightening aspect of the poltergeist is that the event usually starts slow and mildly and begins to intensify. And while many times poltergeist activity is harmless and ends quickly, they have been known to become dangerous. Some experts explain that it is a mass form of energy that a living person is controlling unknowingly. Whatever the case may be, poltergeists have caught the attention of paranormal enthusiasts and experts and scientists and many other who are just plain curious. And we have number I four. hate that so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially because my experiences, I'll get into it later, but anyway. Okay, so orbs are the most photographed type of anomaly, and they appear as transparent or translucent balls of light hovering over the ground. It is believed that orbs are the soul of a human or even an animal that has died and is traveling from one place to another, which I thought was wholesome also. Yeah, yeah. But are they lost? is my question to the orb or yeah like, get, get where you need to go get where you need to go are we are we stopping you are you stopping you or i don't know i have a lot of questions i have a lot of questions about the orb but the circular shape that they take on makes it easier for them to move around and is often the first state they appear in before they become a full-bodied apparition even though they said the same shit about the mist so I have questions for you, random website. Yeah, why? What makes you an orb or a mist? Yeah, tell me. Um, if you're lucky enough to capture an orb on video, you'll be amazed at how fast they can move. In photographs, they are usually white, but can be blue as well. And number five, we have funnel ghosts. And this is the one I was like, I've never fucking heard of this. I don't I don't even know where this is going. I just know I don't like it. Unless it's like oh. funnel cakes. It is not. It is not okay. the ghost of the funnel cake guy. Damn. Um, they are most spotted in homes or historical buildings. And the funnel ghost or vortex is frequently associated with a cold spot. I knew about cold spots. But yeah. I, but I thought that was more of a pulk poltergeist situation so really all the wires are very crossed i'm glad we have this clarification because yeah. later on boy i right exactly feel like it's clearing a lot of things up for me right and they usually take on the shape of a swirling funnel again not to be confused with a ghostly mist so like a tornado Yes, a, a tornado, <laughs> a vortex. Um, most paranormal, paranormal experts believe that uh, they are a loved one returning to visit or even a former resident of the home, appearing as a wisp of light or a spiraling swirl of light. They are often caught in photographs or on video. So really, 
a funnel ghost might be an orb. A funnel ghost might also be a ghostly mist. Um, and it's kind of an interactive personality. So I feel like someone just decided that they were like, we're going to make five categories and they're all going to kind of intermingle. Yeah, like an intern had to do this. Yeah. I feel like they were like, just, you need, it, it needs to be 300 pages, yes. single spaced. And they were like, hold my beer. Yeah. And they went, there's five now. There are five on the Ghosts and Gravestones website. There you go. There, now you have it. All right. All but right. With that, tell us about your haunted salon experience. You said, you oh my gosh. Here. Yeah. So, Basically, this has now happened twice. Um, oh yeah, so we'll go we'll go back to the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I can keep these headphones in. Mm-hmm. So, all right, little little eighteen year old Carrie comes out of um, hair school, circa two thousand sixteen. Perfect. And um, I get a job at this salon called Bebop Hair Shop. Okay. Yes, that name yeah. is so fucking cute. All right. And it's like a 1950s kind of theme, Betty Boop shit Mm -hmm. all over. The woman who owns it is an angel. I still talk to her today. She's great. Anyway, this salon is in this huge ass old house, which is not uncommon for around here. And I don't know about where you live, but like a lot of businesses are in old houses. They either become like salons or funeral homes, which also this will also come back into the story. So just wait. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I get a job here. It's great. Whatever. So we're like, we're there, we're working and all the time we'll hear like, it's got those huge old doors and everything. So every time they open and close, like you can hear them. And all the time I would always be like, Oh, somebody's here. I heard the back door close. And she's like, Oh no, it just does that. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, sometimes the door. And she's like, like a very religious woman. Okay. So I don't, but she's also like open to like ghosts and stuff. She, she's different. But anyway, um, I was like, oh, okay. It just does that. And she's like, yeah, I think it might be the ghost. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's so, um, that happened all the time. Like the door in the back, it was like, attached to a garage and the door would always slam and I would go back there. Nobody's there. I'm like, okay, cool. So this garage leads out to, or well, the door leads out to a garage. So next door to this salon, there's another old house that is a funeral home. And they worked out some deal where like she could use their parking lot if they could park their hearse in her garage. (laughs) So, um, there was always a hearse parked in the garage, like, and it's the door we would come in and out of all the time. So just be like, sick, there's the hearse, whatever. So that's the door that would always slam was right next to this. So that's cool. Love. And then, um, there was like this little secret room underneath the stairs like we didn't know that it was there and it was like there's like a little knob and it was hidden by a piece of molding and I was like cleaning one day and it just falls off and I was like uh joy what is this and she's like um I don't know and we open it up and underneath the stairs there's like this little tiny 
room because it was the kind it like goes up and then there's a landing and then you turn, you go up again. So it would have been underneath the first landing. There's like this little room. So that's cool. Um, like Harry Potter vibes. Basically. Yeah. But the door is like completely, like it just looked like part of the stairs unless you take off that little piece of molding and you can open it up. So then like underneath the second part of the stairs, there was like, like a regular closet, you know how that'll just be like, okay. And so the door on that closet never opened unless it opened on its own. So like you could jiggle the handle reef on it, nothing, it would not come open. But then once in a while it would just go click and the door would just open right up. So whatever was going on in this house, there it was something with the doors because the back door always slamming, that door would just pop open. And then upstairs they had made it into like an apartment. And like throughout the years, a bunch of her kids had lived there on and off. So I guess that at one point they had like dropped their son off and they went to do something and came back. And when they came back, he was like sitting out on the porch roof and they're like, what, like, what the hell are you doing up there? And he's like, I, he's like, I went into the kitchen and the door slammed behind me and I couldn't get the door open. And he was like, and I tried and tried and I was so scared. He's like, I didn't know what to do. So I just climbed out here and I figured I'd wait for you to come back. And so his dad like went upstairs and opened the door and he was like, yeah, just open right up. He's like, it's not locked or anything. And he's like, no, I swear to God. He's like, I tried and I could not get out of this room. Huh? So yeah, lots of, that was, that was that. Um, That's all the same house. All the same house. Okay. Yeah. Doors. So I guess according to our notes, that, that would be a poltergeist. So yeah, that's what I was thinking. Would totally be a poltergeist. Huh. So not that rare. Um, well, unless you're at the Bebop hair shop. Yeah. Bebop. Cornell, New York. Do we, do we know how old that house was? Oh my gosh. It had to be, I would say early 1800s. It was like a huge brick house oh my gosh the basement terrifying terrible i like would not go down there absolutely horrifying it just mm -mm, too scary yeah and they had done like so i'm trying to think about like what would kind of kick it up and they had done like some renovations on it but not a lot and actually somebody, so she has since retired and she like sold the business and another hair salon in town bought it and they like gutted everything out of there. So I'm like, good luck. I don't, I don't know if that was for the best, but I no, that was probably a bad choice, girlies. Would yeah. argue. You know, so, so we'll oh, see, see yeah. how that goes. Yeah. Um, and then my current hair salon. So, um, it, before it was a hair salon, it used to be a liquor store. Interesting. Okay. I know. Yeah. Um, so it was, well, actually this goes back even further. Um, before it was a liquor store, like back in the eighties or something, it was a, a rec center. Um, and yeah, for like kids. And I guess that this kid like fell backwards off of like the porch railing and hit his head and he died 
Um, I know. So I can't remember what his name was on a good day. I could tell you, but anyway, so roll it forward. And this guy named skip, he owns, um, this liquor store. So I guess that at some point he must've had like heart attack or something. And he like died on the floor in the liquor store. And somebody found him. It was like on the weekend and like somebody found him like the next like day that they would be open or something. Anyway, his name was Skip. So I open my hair salon, get a new, like I have a, a brand new number, never like has been used before. And two or three days that we're there, the phone rings and I'm like, Hey, this is exhale. It's Carrie, blah, blah, blah. And my whole spiel. And it's this old guy. And he goes, is skip there? What? Yeah. And I was like, um, no, like this is a, this is a hair salon. And he goes, skip isn't there. And I, and I, and it wasn't like, like any, it wasn't like a young person that would have been pranking me. I mean, I guess somebody could be pranking me, but it just seems kind of stupid. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, this old guy called and wanted to know where Skip was. And I was like, I think you have the wrong number. And he's like, okay, bye. And then tell him Skip like, was yeah, I was, yeah, I wasn't really sure how to broach that. Um, and then um, like a month later, he called back again. He's like, is Skip there? And I'm like, no, sir. Skip is very much not here. Um, I don't know who you're looking for, but um, he's he is nowhere to be found. So Skip that's cool, pass, babe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's how my current salon might also be haunted. And I don't know if it's just because it's an old building or what, but I definitely hear footsteps upstairs. Okay like people walking around and I had like clients be like, Oh, does somebody live in the apartment upstairs? And I'm like, Oh no, it's vacant. Like we kind of just use it as storage. (sighs) Yeah. So, um, do you know how old that building is old? It, um, I want to say it was built in like maybe the twenties or thirties. It could be older than that. It's part of like, we're a big railroad town. Um, and I think at one point it was part of the railroad company, but it's been like a ton of different things. Hmm. Yeah. It's wild. Wild. That What I think is so interesting is that the information was accessible to you to know oh, yeah. that, like some little kid died and then the owner of the liquor store died. Like, yeah, who's keeping that record or is it just like, is the town so small? It's just like common knowledge. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you have to understand, like the town that I live in is so small. Like people will just come up to me, not even know who I am and look at me and be like, oh, are you Bill's daughter? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, you just look like your dad. I'm like, oh, cool. Or just like, I'm related to probably half of this town like it's if you just trace it back far enough you're gonna find it like it's this is so small here so everyone knows everything and everybody knows the history of everything like back and back and back yeah I think that's also just something the east coast has that the west coast just doesn't yes it's very folksy here yeah a lot of lore Mm, mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm 
How many people graduated from your high school class? Um, well, I was homeschooled, so just me, but um, <laughs> <laughs> very small. Um, but like standard for like the town where I grew up in is like anywhere from like 25 to like 40 ish. And then like here in the town that I live in, like my husband, I think he graduated with maybe like 70. Okay. How far are you from Albany? Oh my gosh. Like six hours. Okay. I'm closer to like Rochester. Like it takes me an hour to get to Rochester. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like right smack between like Rochester and like Corning. Like Corning Glass and all of that. Mm -hmm. Railway and Pyrex. Uh All is, yeah. Okay. Middle of nowhere. Love. Okay. (laughs) This is the the town of the world famous living sign though. So don't forget it. Don't forget it. Um, uh, Okay. You mentioned there's also a ghost in your house. Yeah. So um, like any normal person would do when they moved in, um, obviously both of the people that lived here, I knew that they had passed away because the house was in a state. Um, so I had to look up their obituaries because that's just what you do. I wanted to know. Yeah. As one that. Um, and all of them, all of them, two of them. Um, it, I was like reading and it's like died peacefully at home both of them. So that's cool. I love it when people die in my house. Um, yeah. And again, I just will hear like, what's always like walking just back and forth, especially here in my bedroom, Mm. which was, um, I believe their bedroom because it was, it made, it's just like the only room down here that makes sense to be a bedroom. Um, and like all, we'll just like creep all around. Which is really cool. Um, and it could just be, you know, the house is old and it's settling and all of that. Um, but if I sit in, so I had to move this mirror because I was finally like, I'm just done with this. I used to have like a mirror that like looked into my kitchen mm. and it would like reflect my kitchen window. So there would be like, not really a portal, but like reflecting into each other. So I'd be like sitting on my couch and always out of the corner of my eye, I would just see like, something going back and forth and you turn and it's not there. And you're like, you look and I wait a couple minutes and something would go back and forth. And I'm like, I think I just need to move all this stuff. Like it's time to rearrange the furniture. The ghosties don't like it. Yeah. Either that or they do like it and they're going to get you. Yeah. It had to, it no more. Yeah. Yeah. I had to call it on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever like heard anything? Not like, no, not like voices. It's always just like doors or walking or creaking or things like that. And then just like the apparition you saw from. Yes. Yes. My little eye fuzzy corner of my eye. So it could just be a complete figment of my imagination, but I mean, it's a little more fun to think it's not. Sure. Certainly. Have you ever fucked around with a Ouija board? No, listen. All right. I was raised so Christian. I think that it would be like, I would, I can just like hear my mom's voice in my head and it, mm, she would haunt me if the Ouija board didn't. Sure. Sure. Um, That's fair. Do you enjoy like scary movies? I do. Um, 
like to some extent because I am like afraid of everything. Like I'll, I will listen to hours of serial killer stuff, but like too scary movies. But I like, I love all the Saw movies, which I know is like not a hot take. Um, Interesting. Love those. Like if I have to watch a scary movie, that's my top pick. I love those. Is it because you like the slasher or because you like the emotional manipulation of Jigsaw? Yes, that. Okay. Yeah, it's, I just, I like that he's back there just moving all the pieces. I find it fascinating. It is fascinating. You know, the scene, I can't even remember. I think it's like Saw 4 or 5 when the girl is dropped into like that little like hole of needles do you remember what i'm talking Mm -hmm. about oh and like the floor and she falls down into the yes oh i still think about that no it might i hate that so much um okay so I know you love true crime. Have you watched the new Jeffrey Dahmer with Evan Peters? Okay. So like I try, you know how like it's like 50, 50, like people either can watch it or can't watch it. And I like, couldn't. I've only watched one episode. Cause I feel the same sentiments. Yeah. Like, I guess I prefer to consume my true crime just through my ears and not my eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. I know they did such a good job with it. Like Tyler watched all of it and he, which he's not even into true crime. So what a poser, but um, <laughs> he kept he kept being like, did you know that this happened to Jeffrey Dahmer? Or that happened? And he's like, is he still alive? And I'm like, you're such an amateur. Like, yeah, like stop. You don't even, thing. you don't even go here. You don't yeah. even know the story. Ugh. Um, I think the other issue for me, and I don't know if you feel similarly, it's just Evan Peters is so good at playing hmm? fucking creeps. You're like, when is it? When is he going to snap? Yeah, like, I don't want this to be like a situation with God. <gasps> what is his name from the A hot- Knight's Tale? Yeah, Batman. The hot one. The hot one. I wanted to say Keanu Reeves, and that is absolutely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I was to say Joaquin Phoenix, which is also fucking wrong. For most of my life, I thought his name was Yokin. So, <laughs> oh god, I love that. Wow, we are. I am gonna get so much shit for this. Why can't I think of his name? Hold on. It's <sighs> Dark Knight Dead. Let's see if that works. No, look Heath up a night. Heath, Heath Ledger, baby. Heath, Heath Ledger. There we go. Yes, I knew exactly who we were talking about. It's, it is amazing to me the idiocracy that I can type into Google and Google and find stuff. And I'm like, bless you for understanding yeah, their world brain. Absolutely. Wow. Um, yeah, because, you know, I really like the Ted Bundy one. Mm hmm. But also, it I was different. It was different because Zach Efron, you are not a believable serial killer. No, you, I was like, get back to basketball practice, Troy. Yeah, your, your song and dance. Yeah. Is this going to become a musical? Yeah. Ted Bundy the musical. 
You know what? I would watch it. We, yeah, absolutely. TM, TM, TM. Yeah. If we can petition, let's start. Let's start a, a what are those? The docu signs on move on. Uh, change dot com. I actually I think it's dot org. Sorry. Sorry. So sorry. Um, yeah, but it's just he no matter what he does, he will always give high school musical. Absolutely. Like it's and Evan Peters, because of his role in American Horror Story season one, will always give school shooter. So yep. I'm I'm much more terrified of Evan. Yeah. No, there's nothing about Zach Efron that is threatening in any way i'm like you look like you mow old ladies grass yeah like you're nice stop yeah um i think the Mm -hmm. other thing about that is i mean i was so infatuated with the ted bunny story because it happened like basically in my backyard oh okay it was right so um one of the main places he like started uh, taking people from was like lake sammamish okay which um, growing up was like 15, 20 minutes from my house. Oh, perfect. So Um, I feel like that story in particular has always like very much been like, ooh, this is my, this is my hometown murder type thing. Well, and that's, I like sort of feel that way about um, Israel Kays Mm, because mm -hmm. he like has land in the Adirondacks and was like in our area. Right. right. um, Which is terrifying. Uh, but yeah, I think we all have like our hometown serial killer. Yeah, our claim to fame, if you will. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, what is your favorite true the favorite true crime podcast? Uh, I always listen to Morbid. Morbid. Okay, that's two guys, right? No, it's two girls. Oh, good. Okay. No oh, good. No offense. No, male no offense to men. We hate you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get fucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no the one girl is like an autopsy analyst and then the other one is a hairdresser so oh, that's cool why have i never um, been morbid i can't believe you haven't listened to that because it's by far the best podcast like true crime podcast are you a my favorite murder fan um i have listened to it but i have not gotten into it like as much as morbid for sure but then there's some like little indie ones i like um murder she told is really good because that's all like new england and like kind of my area i wouldn't say new york is new england but like sort of in this area um yeah that one's good too but definitely morbid is that's my number one good to know okay so does watching scary shit or listening to true crime affect your mental health ever yeah um but i don't stop sure i uh which is a problem all in its own like um a few weeks ago tyler had to go on a business trip and i in my you know 25 grand years of life have like never lived on my own and right. i was like the night before he left i'm like crying and he's like what is wrong with you you're literally like the most independent person you don't give a shit about me and he's like why are you like this and I'm because this, we live in a one-story house and the um golden state killer only like attack one-story houses and i'm like going on and he's like you have to stop listening to true <laughs> crime constantly and pretending that like it's not affecting you like well i can't stop 
I can't stop. But okay, so you do you do have it like an anxiety disorder? I wouldn't say I have an anxiety disorder actually at all. I just like get myself worked up about things like that. Well, that that's generally what anxiety is, babe, but that's okay. Oh, so then I guess yes. I just like to, to just pretend that I am fine all the time. Sure. Okay. Um, do you have you ever been to therapy? Oh, no. <laughs> Never? No, I'm just gonna no, I'm just gonna laugh at my trauma and move on. Okay. The very that is very small town of you. Yeah. I mean, I, I know lots of people who are in therapy and like that is so great for them. Um, couldn't be me. Okay. I just feel like I couldn't take it seriously enough to like actually get through it. Yeah. I mean, well, you you got you kind of wanna you have to want to be there, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like you have to um like be like, okay, I'm I have acknowledged that this thing happened or keeps happening to me, and I clearly can't fucking figure this out on my own. I need help. It's like kind of the same thing with like you're never going to be successful in rehab if you're not the one who put yourself there. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So with that, no, no mental health meds. Oh, no. I'm just, I am free ball in life. life. Yeah. Raw dog in this life. Wow. Okay. So, but you have ADHD, right? Yeah. Okay. How did you get through school? Um, not well. Okay. I just was my shout out to my mom. Bless up to Amy because, um, she basically just let me do whatever I wanted a hundred percent of the time. And, um, some of times it was school, but most of the time it was just me like doing whatever. And she'd be like, okay, so if you need to do school for like an hour and then you need to like go outside and run around, great. And then you come back in, it might take you like eight hours to do school, but whatever you got to do. Okay. Are you an only child? I have an older sister. Okay. Was she homeschooled too? Yes. Okay. Why do you know why your mom made that choice? Um, I like, I would say like some of it was like maybe a religious aspect, but like also my mom just likes to do whatever she wants. And she is a, like now she's currently like a high school English teacher. So she was more than qualified. Um, Okay. But I don't know. I think it was just like half of it. She was like, this sounds like it would be fun to do. And so she just did it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. What You said you grew up Christian? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. And like, so all the other kids in my family are homeschooled too. Interesting. So my mom like started that out. So, but like she was the first one to do it. And then like, um, so Catherine, my sister and I, are like the oldest kids in our family. And then um, like both of my mom's siblings have five kids and they homeschooled all of them. You have you 10 first cousins on one side. Yes. Wow. Yes. And then my sister has four kids, but she doesn't homeschool. She was like, get your ass on the bus. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's right. Your sister's the ginger. Yeah, we look exactly the same. Yes, yes. I've seen, I've seen pics. 
Yes. Okay. So as an adult with ADD or ADHD, whatever, no meds, no help. What do you struggle with the most as a business owner? Oh my gosh. Um, probably taxes. Cause that's really the only aspect of my job that has to be paperwork. Okay. Um, well, and in just in general, like organization and keeping everything clean. Um, and shout out to my girl, JD, because, um, wow, she just follows me around and cleans up after me constantly. Um, because if, if things leave my hands, they like don't exist to me anymore. Yep. Um, and I'm like, by the way, just what'd you say called object permanence? Oh yeah. It don't, if you can't see it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, pretty much everything. I'm just like, I never can remember to like do anything. So I'll be like, Oh, fuck, we're like all out of color bowls. And she's like, yeah, Carrie, you've been done dishes in like three days. I'm like, yeah, you're totally right. Um, because they're just in the back and I don't look at them and then they're not there. Mm -hmm. Is she your assistant? No, she, um, she does lashes there, but she's just like, so put together. Um, so she'll be like, Hey, uh, you need to remember to do this. And I'm like, thank you. You're right. Wow. She sounds like a fucking angel. She really is. I, I love her to death. Um, but I wouldn't want to deal with me. So I give her a lot of credit and it's like, I could take the meds, but I also am like, "Mm, I I don't know if I would be me. And so I just continue to treat people to Sure. My full self. (laughs) Listen, I mean, it's worked for this long. And I mean, the cool thing about life in general, right, is we get to choose if it's if it doesn't work anymore. Right, right. Exactly. One day in your 30s or your 40s, you're like, you know what? I think I'm ready to try stimulants. I am tired of not being able to remember to do my laundry. Yeah. I wanted to tell you about some of my spooky experiences. Yeah. So when I was in like sixth and seventh grade, I don't know why, but I kept seeing animals that weren't there. I hate that so much. And it only happened for like two years, but it was like, I'd see cats all the time. Um, just like random cats. And then I would see just like little, like little, like a little bunny or something. And then I would look again and then they just weren't fucking there. And this is like inside, outside? Both. Oh, okay. My friend Marissa, sixth grade. I saw a fucking cat, a black cat on her windowsill four different times. I don't understand. She didn't have a cat. She never had a cat. Her parents would never let her get a pet. Like, no cats, no dogs, no guinea pigs, no hamsters, nothing. I th- I swear on my fucking life. It might have been a gray cat, actually. But I saw a cat in that fucking windowsill. Same windowsill, four different times. I also... And this is inside? Yes. Oh, okay. no. So weird. And then um, I also saw this man in a suit... Same set, of, same set of stairs, walk down fully, like full apparition, full human being, like full man in a black suit. Okay. Walk down. Top to hat on? Yes. Okay. Listen, 
that is like one of the most common aberration like sightings ever. I have a client that her parents live in this like gorgeous house. They're like the richest people in the area. Okay. And they have this like amazing house. And she, when she was um, in high school, she like did something to her leg. So she was like laid up in bed for a long time. And she kept seeing this guy in a black suit, tall man, black suit, top hat would always like stand in the doorway of her room. And then, um, at the end of her bed, she had like, a like a safe, like a locking safe that had like her controlled substances in it because Mm. she needed them for her injury. And like one day he just like took it and just like threw it across the room. And she was like, literally, I can't get out of bed and move. Like my leg will not, like, I can't walk. And she's like, I didn't move that. Like her parents had to like come in with her. Like, why is this on the floor? And she's like, I didn't move that. And it was this man and the, a tall man and a black cat, very common occurrence. You can like, look it up, like Reddit threads all about it. Fucking poltergeist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine never said nothing, but, um, yeah. And I only saw him the one time, but it freaked me the fuck out. And it's like, that's the, the only like ghost, ghosty person I've ever seen. Um, except for one time, I swear on my fucking life, I saw my Nana Sophie after she had died driving in a car, smoking a cigarette in Redmond, Washington. Um, which was so, that was so weird. I, how old was I? I was either 16 or 17 because I was working as a hostess at Red Robin and I was driving to work. So weird. Swear on my life, I saw my Nana. That's wild to me. Yeah, which according to my notes, again, that would be an interactive yeah. personality. Yeah. Um, wild. But the, the longest experience I've ever had is with my ghost, Vladimir. Vladimir? Vladimir, and I made the mistake of naming him because I was later told that if you name a ghost, they follow you. Yeah, you can't be doing that. Yeah, I didn't know that. So what happened was I was a youth and I had this old ass fucking TV in my room. Um, The TV, I think, was my dad's in his first marriage And he was married for 13 years before um, he met my mom, which means like early 80s. Like this TV is old as fuck. Anyway, uh, the channel, I had like four channels. Yeah. Um, But I had like a DVD player or some shit. Anyway, um, the channels changed on their own. Hate that. Hated it hated it but it it just kept happening and then i'd be like okay stop like stop doing that and then it would stop so i like i can like talk to it and then it would start fucking with my lights it would turn my lights on and off and i was like okay you you like you have to stop i'm annoyed like stop doing that and then i don't know at what point i named it Vladimir, it had to have been when I was with Dan, but I mean, we've been together for 13 years. So at some point I was like, this is my ghost, Vladimir Radomir. <laughs> I gave him a full government name. Love it. Love it. And, um, 
then I moved into my, I moved out of my parents' house and I didn't take that fucking old ass TV with me. Um, and then I moved in with Dan and the same shit kept happening with the, the lights, lights would flicker, TV would fuck around. And again, I'd be like, you have to, you have to stop. Like you have to stop it. And then he would stop. So anyways, every place we've ever lived, little things happen every now and again. Sometimes it will happen at work. It's very weird, but I have a ghost. His name is Vladimir. Anytime I play Mad Libs um, and they're like man in room, I always say Vladimir. Vladdy Daddy, we call him. (laughs) He doesn't, he's not malicious. He doesn't scare us. My assumption is that he's like the ghost of like a, a younger boy and he just likes to fuck with electric yeah like a little punk yeah yeah it doesn't it doesn't feel like malicious and it never has so and that's how i felt like at the first hair salon i was like i don't think this is a malicious ghost like it's just it really loves this slam doors yeah you know they're just a little cranky and i'm yeah because i'd be cranky too if i was was, like stuck exactly yeah i'd be mad too and I mean, I'm not even stuck and I'm mad most of the time. So there you go. That's valid. <sighs> All right, y'all. That brings us to the end. I believe that next week the boys are also out of town. So I think we're doing another Spooky Stories episode. I haven't decided with who yet. So you're just going to have to tune back in to find out. But as always, y'all can find us on Instagram and TikTok at the Coco Show Pod. And you can buy merch and listen to all of our episodes at thecocoshow.com. And you can email us at thecocoshow at gmail.com. And as always, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye.